This is Brian Croft. Welcome to another edition of Trench Talk, the podcast of Practical Shepherding. I'm joined, as always, with Jim Sebastio. We're going to jump right in here in just a moment. Before we do that, you can go to practicalshepherding.com. You can access all of our resources there, tons of resources from other podcast episodes to books that we that we have, articles. Uh, you should come to the Shepherd's House. So we've actually heard from several of you who have applied to come stay at the Shepherd's House two nights, two days for free. And when you put the reason, you said, well, you heard it on the podcast. So that's why I'm bringing it up. And we're going to have multiple locations that will be launched soon. So if you cannot make it to Kentucky or you just live really far away, you will have other locations you can come and, and check out. And hopefully it's a closer drive or closer trip to you. So, But go to the website. Also, if you want to give a financial gift, we certainly would be helped by that. You can do that at the website as well. And <clears throat> lastly, you can also request a topic you want us to cover in the podcast, you can go to the contact page and do that. We're also on social media, and you can uh, you can write about that there as well. And speaking of social media, Jim, that is our topic today. Because someone, ironically, on social media, wrote us asking for us to address how do we deal with social media as pastors. Mm. Specifically, what we're going to talk about today is how should a pastor use social media? Uh, and there's a lot of varieties of opinions around this. So we thought we should just add our opinions to the mix. That'll be helpful, right, Jim? So, sure. So just in, in the spirit and honor of how social media works, we get to give an opinion whether it's valuable or not. And so that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be a, a helpful conversation for each of you to determine how you as a pastor, as a church leader, should use social media. Uh, because this actually is an important conversation that we uh, need to have. So, But Jim, before we dive into things, would you just kind of give us a biblical framework for this particular conversation. Brian, you're dealing with a couple of things when you get into the matter of social media. And one of them is the matter, of course, of words. And the scriptures have a lot to say about our use of words. Uh, or perhaps most famously, our Lord saying in uh, Matthew chapter 12 that you know, by our, our words we're justified and by our words we're condemned. And he's Obviously not speaking there uh, ultimately of our salvation from sin, but he is saying something about the vindication of our of our walk uh, by means of our words. Of course, Jesus taught us that uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, and that uh, what's in our heart is going to come out, and that uh, therefore things that we read and things that we post are a revealer of someone else's heart or uh, of our own. Uh, the Word of God has a lot to say to us about being careful with our words, uh, about the necessity of uh, setting a guard uh, over our mouth. And there is something about the current climate that allows for such a quick and rapid response uh, to things, uh, for us to shoot uh, uh, you know, off the hip kind of a thing rather than to be thoughtful. Uh, some have encouraged, you know, to you count to however much you count, whether it's 10 or 100 before you post what you're going to post. I think sometimes it might even be good just to walk away, particularly if what you are replying to, uh, there's some heat uh, to yourself in regard to uh, response. And of course, the scriptures have uh, interesting statements regarding uh, whether you answer a fool according to his folly or 
or whether you don't answer a fool according to his folly and you need the wisdom to know which one you ought to do at any uh, particular given time. So I think that's actually a, a tremendous amount uh, to be said. I wouldn't. Uh, there's an article that Tim Chaley's wrote a few years ago about Solomon's take on social media, mm-hmm. and he took uh, a number of the proverbs that deal with speech and uh, broke it down into several useful categories. Uh, so uh, if you just go to chaleys.com and type in Solomon or social media into the search engine, you should be able to find it. That's a very helpful article. Yeah, thanks, Jim, for that. And I, I'm glad you brought up Tim Challies because I think he has probably done some of the most thoughtful work around thinking through the best use of social media mm-hmm. in a sense of just in general as a Christian. Yeah. But today we want to talk about thinking about how to use social media as a pastor because we want to, we want to highlight social media can be a, a wonderful, powerful, useful tool for ministry. Correct. And it can also be the very thing that blows up your ministry. Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic of, that social media has that kind of power, but it certainly does. And it's something that we want to give time to talk about because, again, it can be used well and it can enhance a pastor's ministry right. or it can harm it or even even destroy it. Right. And we've seen different versions of that. So let's let's first let's go with a little biography first. Let's start there, Jim. Okay. I, I think let's I think it would be good for both of us to kind of share you know, how, what is our individual approaches to social media? And then I'd like for us to, we can kind of bat around categories, but I want to bring this up and I want you to go first because uh, you, you have, this has been an interesting journey for you to try to figure out how you're kind of in a unique spot on social media. And I I want you to kind of maybe share a little bit about that. And how does that, how does that affect how you have made decisions around social media? Yeah, I, I, I would have, I guess, what I would call a, a complicated relationship with it. Uh, my social media has been relatively limited, and for a while uh, I took a, a, a break uh, from it, uh, and, and I haven't really fully engaged back in that. So uh, the platforms that I've used years and years ago, I got on Facebook and, and – uh, I was on for a little while, then I was off for several years and got back on due to some activities that I was involved in and there was information being shared. Uh, I've used that platform primarily uh, for family, to keep in touch with family and uh, as my kids were growing up and as they were involved in sports or theater or, or those kinds of things, I just kept my... Uh, I'm one of 11 kids, so extensive uh, family and uh, and nieces, nephews, and whatnot, keeping them abreast of things, as well as keeping up with old friends from high school or college. That that, you know, that sort of a a thing. Uh, I got off of it uh, some months back. Uh, I'm not going to give the particulars of it, uh, but uh, it was over some matters being shared, which I felt uh, there was a, a cultural matter happening. And the way that people were interacting with it, uh, I, I, I realized I was getting so upset and so offended by what I believe mm-hmm. the ignorance that was being shared and the pomposity with which that ignorance was being shared and everybody feeling their need to weigh in on matters. And I found it was getting so frustrated with certain people that I thought, I muted so many people, I silenced so many people. <laughs> that it was affecting my real-life relationships with people. And I thought, I don't really like you anymore in light of what I'm seeing. And I was realizing 
that there were hostile feelings, and I thought that those feelings were not honoring to the Lord. Uh, I was not responding well uh, to that. And the same thing had happened with Twitter. Um, I found that there was almost no way to mute enough accounts uh, in doing what I had been doing, where I had a personalized uh, Jim Savastio account on Twitter. And I found my heart so often just so grieved. I was just, I, I rarely walked away happy or edified or encouraged. I found uh, it was provoking me to, to anger and, and to really hostile thoughts at times toward those that I have to believe in the judgment of charity are Christians. But again, I was seeing, I liken it sometimes, Brian, to if I sent you a picture of my nose, I have a I have a pretty ample nose, but if I <laughs> sent you a picture of my nose and said, Brian, you know, in case you want to use this for social media or for, you know, whatever, for account, if you want to show people what I look like, you say, well, that is that's part of you, but it's not really how, it's blowing up one part of you so much that, uh, you know, that it shouldn't be taken as the whole. Mm. And I was taking certain people's one or two tweets, right. and I was judging a whole life on the basis of those things. Yeah, yeah. And so that wasn't helpful for me. Now, because I'm involved with this ministry, I did create a couple of little very minor accounts where I went from, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 people uh, with something or other uh, and dropping it down to about 10 people mm -hmm. uh, and so that I could very carefully modulate. But I do it so I could answer questions about the podcast. Yeah, right. Um, now, Christmas time, I did reactivate my Facebook to just give an update on the family, and I will probably wind up de deactivating that shortly. But okay. I did that for that and also because of a family in the church that's undergoing a crisis and i wanted to help people around the world to know about what was going on so that they could pray and so yeah um so strategically i i did that and i will most likely strategically deactivate that again for my own sake well i appreciate you sharing all that and you hit on a lot of stuff that <clears throat> i want us to be able to talk about but yeah. but i do appreciate you you sharing honestly because the two categories i want to talk about in a moment is social media and how it affects just the pastor's own soul mm -hmm. and you touched on that mm -hmm. and then how social media can be used for good in regard to ministry right. so those are the two areas i want to talk about but i i do want to share also just about my the way i have approached social media i have always kind of <clears throat> stayed in a certain lane with social media part of that at least initially was out of fear like just the thought that i could put something up that right. anybody could see Without giving it much thought, right. uh, these are back in the early the early years of the ministry where I had no confidence in my writing abilities right. and all those kind of things. So it kind of it, it, I, I feel like in some ways I've been able to be careful on social media because that that element of fear still always exists in my spirit. That um, just watching how social media has has just ruined a lot of people's ministries in different ways. So I would say for social media is primarily I use for ministry. Um, I've made the comment, I still feel this way, that I would probably be off social media years ago in, entirely if I had not figured out how to use it, I think, in a helpful way mm. from a ministry perspective. But learning how to do that, learning kind of how that works with the ministry that I do, that's proven to be really fruitful in the development of this ministry and the, the opportunity to reach people in places I would normally not be able to to reach them. So I, I'm highly motivated by finding... and, and and I think that's what we have to do with the ministry side is to know how can you use it in an effective way as a pastor 
And I think you even articulated well, Jimmy, like you active, reactivated your account for the purpose of, I want to spread word of what's going on, ask people to pray. You know, one of the things I use social media for is when I, when I travel, I post things about where I am, what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Right. Because the amount of people who reach out to me who are invested and truly committing to praying for me when I, like when I travel and do ministry, right. I really do feel the prayers of many people when I'm doing those things. And I'm convinced that social media yeah. has provided an outlet to yeah, be able to do that. that's another to, way I've used it. To too, do that. So, so anyways, I, I just want to highlight that my main use is ministry. Now, I do have a Facebook account <clears throat> that I use personally that's mainly for family stuff. Yeah. And like you said, I have friends I stay in touch with. I have family scattered all over the place. And it is a helpful way for family to know what's going on, for me to know what's going on in their life. And so I personally use uh, Facebook and Instagram as a, as a, mainly as a, a personal use with, with family and friends and keeping up with things. Mm-hmm. And we have a practical shepherding Facebook account that's separate. So I, I also, years ago, I remember when we did this, because it was all kind of combined, this is probably five, six years ago, I separated the two saying... Yeah. This needs to be used for just this, and then this is my personal stuff that I use. Right. So uh, I have I would primarily use it for ministry, but also have a personal side to it. I can also share, Jim, and this is what I appreciate about what you shared about your own just frustrations and irritations right. that you were experiencing. And I remember us talking about them and you being honest about that. I, I get frustrated at times when I read stuff, but but I don't feel myself getting affected on social media, the way you articulated yeah. and the way you articulated, I know a lot of people can relate to if, and that's why I would, I've probably stayed on is I've, I've found a way to just, just not read stuff, not look at stuff. Right. Um, so if that affected me more, I would probably have to re rethink this, but at least at this point, right. That could always change. Yeah, and you have to know yourself, right? So it's going to be different for different people, but I want to stop there because that's why I wanted us to share first, just a little biography from each of us. Because we're both coming at this in different... We've been affected differently. We use it differently. And so I want that to be kind of set up this conversation I want us to have now. And that's these two categories. How does a pastor think through social media, how it's affecting him personally, his own soul? Right. And then how can a pastor think through using social media in a way that's helpful, that's edifying, that honors Christ ultimately and doesn't and isn't harmful. So let's first go to this the personal side, Jim. What kind of advice would you want to give a pastor who's asking that question? Hey, how is social media, how much am I aware of how social media affects my own personal soul? I want to ask it that way because I think that's the big question. I think a lot of pastors, I think a lot of people in general, right. but a lot of pastors are not aware of how social media affects affects them in a negative way, right. in a harmful way. Right. What kind of advice would you give? Wouldn't you share maybe one or two things, and I'll, I'll maybe chime in. What would you give it to share with a pastor on how he's trying to become aware of that? Yeah, well, I would ask things like, well, first of all, what, what is your purpose in it? What, what are you, why are you on there? What are you trying to do either for yourself or on behalf of somebody else? I think you need to be able to answer that kind of question. Why are you doing this? It's particularly something that may take up, for some guys, it seems to take up, I mean, from my vantage point, it would seem to take up a significant amount of their time by how often they post or, you know, obviously they're thinking about and, and, you know, so why are you on there, you know, what is it in your own, your own life or your own ministry or your own psyche? Are you, are you, are, are you sad? Are you lonely? Are you upset? Are you, are you trying to, 
uh, find uh, validation and likes and comments and, and things like that. I, I, I mean, if I were to sit, you know, put somebody on a psychologist's couch and read certain people's uh, Twitter comments or other things, that's what I would assume that they are after. I don't know their hearts, but that's what it appears that they're trying to build a platform, trying to get themselves known. And that can be hard because, I mean, Brian, our own ministry, we want people to benefit from it. And sure, we want it to we want grow. People to we know want, about we it. want yeah. more people to that's know right. about it. And there has to be a degree of promotion or self-promotion in that. I, I struggle with that more as an individual or, you know, trying to build your own platform or, you know, make your own name known or, you know, whatever that sort of a thing. Uh, I think you, you have to ask, you know, well, how am I responding to what, uh, who do I follow? Why do I follow? Brian, there's a text in Proverbs twenty six seventeen that I've, I've thought about a lot lately. He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel, not his own, is like one who takes a dog by the ears. And, and there it's obviously not meant to be a playful uh, thing there, but it's something wrong. And then I've also coupled with that, in my own mind, Brian, the text in First Peter 5, shepherd the flock of God that's among you. And that is, why are you trying to shepherd other people? Why are you trying to shepherd other sheep? Why are you constantly commenting about other churches? Why are you so invested in other ministries? It's almost like, just mind your own business. And that is actually a biblical, there's something about being a busybody that you are, you know, you're almost welcome to be a busybody today. And social media can encourage being a busybody. And like, don't you have enough in your own congregation, in your own life, and in your own family that you should be investing in mm. rather than uh, pouring so much emotional or, or, or thought into what's going on somewhere far away that really has nothing to do with you or your flock. So yeah. that's, those for are, me, those are some things I've thought through a lot lately. Yeah, those are some good things. Uh, I would add a couple of things. One is uh, I think that you hit on it, but to whatever level of awareness that you have on how this affects you personally, is to the level that you will make good, wise decisions. So if you don't realize how much you're being provoked from Twitter and that, therefore, I need to spend less time here, that is going to, it's going to trickle over into all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. And and if you're not aware of how that affects you, um, that can be really detrimental to your life and to into your ministry, but, but particularly to your own soul. So, you know, social media can, can make you negative. It can make you cynical. It can make you uh, just just angry about different things. Uh, I'm actually reading a book now that is, is fascinating because it's talking about how the, the, the reason the anxiety levels of human beings have just skyrocketed mm. Mm. is because of the amount of constant connectivity we, see, right. we feel. And he traces this back all the way throughout the last 200 years of history. Yeah. It's fascinating. And yeah, I think no, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I think he's right. So part of so when people are dealing with anxiety issues, a lot of times I'll, I'll tell them, like, get, get off, get off yeah. social media. Right. Don't underestimate how much maybe this is affecting you. Yeah. The second thing I want to, want to highlight in regard to the pastor's own soul and well-being on social media is and this is this is my opinion. This is a conviction I have. A lot of people don't follow it on social media, mm-hmm. but I must share it anyways. Do not use social media as, as a way to pick a fight. Mm. And, and I think this is a big issue. And I think this is the one thing that takes pastors down more than anything. Yeah. Is for some reason. And by the way, I, I I need to put all my cards on the table. 
I don't even feel remotely tempted to fight with someone on social media. Right. I think, by the way, one of my favorite pic images is, uh, ironically, on Twitter, the, there's two really small dogs mm-hmm. standing at a glass door, mm-hmm. and they're growling and, and just right, like, right, right. I, like, I'm going to devour you. And there's glass in between them, and they're just... They're talking a big game because they know one of them can. Right. Cross. And then you open the glass, and they yeah, and then it all all, that, all, all the air goes out. That's right. Twitter. I mean, right. it's just it's it's hilarious. So I, I yeah. would I would say, and, and I, I still feel this way. And honestly, I will say this too, Jim. I think it's how I've personally been able to I think keep moving forward with hopefully using Twitter as a, as a ministry right. to what we do. Is I don't I don't I don't get pulled into the fights now. Thankfully, yeah. nobody's picking a fight with not many want to pe- pick no, a fight not with people me. want to fight with you. But you know, I, I've had them want to pick fights with me with, with you. So yeah. and that's why I want to highlight that is is you've been tempted more and, and provoked more than I have. Yeah. But I just want to say, I, in the same way I tell every pastor, let me add this in: do not deal with conflict through email. Right. Like under no circumstance. Right. I don't care what the exception is in your mind. Do oh, you yeah. never deal with conflict yeah. in email? Well, and, and you mean email? Or do you mean you mean Twitter? Because or do you mean any of that? I mean in an email. Like I've been saying that for years and years okay. and years. Like do not. You can't read tone. You can't read any of those sure. kind of things. And the same with a tweet sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm saying that in regard to. That's why I don't think you pick fights. So I've actually had because our followers have grown for this in this ministry and things. I've actually been criticized for not jumping in to right. fights because they think because we have a good bit of followers, so the ministry right. and who are loyal to us, I, I'm obligated to chime in. I, I remember saying to every I absolutely feel no obligation to do anything that I don't feel like I need to do with my Twitter account. I don't, no, that's correct. I don't understand. You know, But there's that mentality of, oh, no, you're, you're obligated. And so I think under no circumstance... Do you pick a fight yeah. or engage in a fight yeah. on social media? So that yeah. I think that rule helps my soul a ton. And I think there's a lot of pastors, whether they know it or not, get provoked on social media to jump into an argument yeah. in a way that's unhelpful. Yeah, I, what I've done, Brian, with some of this is I have I've taken it offline, and that is if somebody has tried Absolutely. to in the past, yeah. Yeah. I will write to them privately if I can and say, if you're genuinely interested, you really want to know. I said I'm not gonna. I'm not going to use this as a circus. I'm not going to get involved in this publicly. I said, but if you genuinely want to know, so you can call me. You can talk to me. You can ask me anything you want. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid to have the discussion. It's just I don't think that it's helpful or edifying to have it. Uh, in this way and right. because you know Brian I can say even you know I've had sometimes personally I, c- I can remember I look back to a situation where somebody in my church really provoked me in regard to something they said on and, social and, media and, no 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 okay. I've had that happen too okay. <laughs> but this was in person okay and they said something and again it, it was the kind of thing that they they did, were not trying to provoke me but it was, I, I imagine my eyeballs were spinning around like a cartoon character and steam was starting to puff out of my, and I just said to them, I said, I'm going to need to walk away because if I continue to have this discussion, um, it'll ruin our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just had to say that and then, you know, revisit it later. That's but good. it was like, I, I know I could feel what I wanted to say. 
And had I said it, it would have been ruinous. Sure. Uh, it would have been, you know, gosh, was so angry. Uh, and again, I've had that happen. I mean, there are men, I mean, to this day, I mean, it has forever altered how I view certain men in certain ministries. Mm-hmm. What I see online has made me think, I, I don't ever, ever want anything to do with this person or their ministry, even though we may be theologically aligned, and that may not be totally fair. And it, <coughs> Excuse me. As I said, I could go back to them looking at their nose and forgetting they have eyes and a chin. And, you know, right, uh, right. you know, if I pull back and I know people love them and I know, you know, I'm sure they're they're great guys and nice husbands and fathers and all of this. But I think if this is all I have, this is all I know of you. This is how you choose to present yourself. These are the words you use to present yourself. And uh, I'm not responding well to this. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's been difficult. And, I, and for, so for me, I'm honestly just, I'm 60, almost 61 years old. I just was not emotionally stable enough to be able to handle it. And so for me, I had to walk away. Yeah, that's good. And I want to change, I want to turn the conversation to, because we've been talking about how just an individual pastor gets affected by social media. Um, let's turn to since on a positive note. Frank, okay, maybe just mention one other thing. I think yep. we almost have to mention this. Yep. Go ahead. You need to be aware if, if there's anything on there sensually that's affecting you. Sure, yeah. Uh, we I think we can't just let that go. You know, the reality there, many men have ruined themselves through rekindling a relationship online, looking at pictures they ought not to look at, whether it's on Facebook or on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is they may be on there. Yeah. And they may say, I've got a good reason to be on this platform, but there are things on that platform that are leading them astray, and they're making provision for the flesh, not just in regard to the emotional and the volatile, but in regard to the sensual as well. Yeah, no, so I think we need to be careful with that. So just wanted to say that. No, I appreciate you sharing that. That's certainly another dynamic that, I mean, the social media brings access to so many things in a way that you had to work a lot harder to, to go find things. Yeah. So. No, that's and an another legit reason to think about how much to actually be on right. these platforms. So I'm glad you said that. And I want to do move to the uh, just the ministry side, and and let's I want to think more positively around this. Let's because though we can we could spend a whole podcast. We know Jim talking right. about the ways that social media has harmed ministry. Right. But but I want to just talk even some just practical advice. Local church pastor, yeah, you know, doesn't have a lot of followers on any platform. He's a faithful local church pastor, trying to just think about the best way to be useful in his life. To your, your point, he's dedicated to this is my flock. I'm engaged there. This is my priority. Is there ways though for him to use social yeah. media in a way that would be helpful? Yeah, that would enhance his ministry. Yep. That would glorify Christ and yep. what he's doing. Let's talk about some of that. What's maybe one way you would advise a pastor? Look, this is a legit way to use social media in your circles. Okay, so here's I'm I'm somewhat hypocritical here in that I haven't yet gotten into this aspect of it, but I do believe that social media is the Mars Hill of of. The, the modern age. And that is, this is the exchange of ideas. This is the marketplace of truth and of error. And that when people are wanting to know today, when they want to know who God is, they're, they're Googling it. They're not going to church. They're right. not reading books. That's a good point. They're Googling it. And what they're hoping for is that there's going to be a video uh, on, on YouTube or again, maybe on TikTok or something like that. There's going to be a little soundbite out there with a bit of information. 
uh, I am wrestling with how we can utilize that and, and you know, recognize where we're a smaller church and our resources though, you know, are ultimately limited in this way. But is there a way to do this and to use this that would be very edifying and very helpful, whether it's a daily devotional for a couple of minutes or it is taking key themes? How do we know the Bible is the word of God? How do we know that Jesus is the son of God? What happened when Jesus died? What about the virgin birth? What about the resurrection? Uh, is there going to be a second coming? These kinds of questions and give a 45-second, a, a, a minute-and-a-half challenge yourself to think, how can I answer this in a way that has some good, maybe good production value to it, at least the best that I can do? Um, if I can take just a minute here, Brian, this is because we've talked about this as a church, and so we had one of our younger guys who was developing our website and he suggested the possibility of putting some videos on to help people explain and understand our church. And, and every time he mentioned the videos, he mentioned Derek, my fellow elder. And particularly when he was mentioning <laughs> that Derek do stuff like that I've preached on or that I've written on. I'm like, hey, ha, ha, wait a second. Because Derek looks like Superman. And As I say, is he trying I to look, affirm your face for radio? Is yeah, that what he's trying to exact, That is exactly what it was. <laughs> it was hilarious. You have brought uh, attention to your nose already on this particular yes, conversation yeah. so yeah well, there you go which is gruesome <laughs> gruesome enough so anyway not so. my bell's palsy and uh, uh, you know old man look and everything like so i like i may not be the guy to do it it might be better to have you know uh, uh an, another face on there to do it but uh again recognizing that we're living in a video age we're living in a, a soundbite age and how can we best utilize this for the sake of the gospel? So that's that's kind of ministry yeah. evangelism thought. That's excellent. I think that's a great idea. And and to your point, Jim, I mean, this is the age we live in. So I think I think it's unwise for a pastor to just punt on this and say, I'm not even going to enter into this. I'm just right. going to. And and by the way, I, 61 year old, longtime Reformed Baptist guy sitting here. At, advocating for the video i think that is progressive yeah. and in a very positive good good w- yes. way i mean so. when you recognize a, a, a guy like me is thinking about opening a tiktok uh so that i can be on there or have somebody get on that's there right. and, right. and answer some good bible questions so. yeah i that's great i'll throw one out there i think you know and by the way to go back to the we were saying a few moments ago I'm amazed at the amount of people that seem to be on social media to pick fights and to fight with people. Right. And that actually seems to be their their main reason to be on uh, there. And there's a reason, Brian, so you get followers, honestly. I mean, I, that's that's true, but but I, I just yeah, anyways, I, I just I have a hard time relating to that. I, I see do it too. all the time. Right. I'm bringing that up because I think how can a regular local church pastor use social media you use it in a positive way, yeah. however you would. So, like, I mean, have a social media account that your church members, mostly church members, follow, right? And put a you know put a passage up there, right? And and make a couple two three sentence you know comment about it, and right. encourage your people with it. You know, uh, I mean, post a post a prayer, post a prayer that you prayed for your church right. that day. Like think of, I mean, there's all kinds of amazing ways that you can use social media. Like, to your point, are you going to get a bunch of clicks and followers? Well, no, but if that's not the point, it's to be useful with the no. people who do follow you, then and then that's the goal you want to try to set. So you, know, you have a platform to use words. Use them in a helpful, edifying right. way. So, And those of us, those who, who follow us on 
you know, on social media, you know, I do a, a lot of things on you know, Monday. Pastors don't resign. Like the amount right. of responses I get by that is hilarious because all it does is it is it reaches out to a pastor who probably feels very alone and discouraged in that moment, and it's just a reminder, man. Other people think that way, you know. It's, it's right. okay, and that's amazing how much that can be a help to a pastor just in that moment. Saturday, you know, to put out there what is a common thought somebody's having on Saturday. It's amazing how many pastors feel like they're all, all alone <coughs> and they're isolated in right. the way they think, the way they're discouraged, the way they feel alone yep. and isolated. So I was able to figure out how to how to do that, and I think a pat, local church pastor can do the same the same thing. And I think the example you gave is also a great one. You know, use it with permission, obviously. But hey, so and so's in the hospital, right? And I, I just I want you all to know, first of all, but two, here's here's I, I just went and visited them in the hospital, and here's what I prayed for them. Mm. Would you pray in a similar way? Like, right. What a wonderful way to use right. social media. What's another positive way, Jim? You would say? Uh, I think Brian, I'm just going <laughs> to uh, piggyback on on what you had said there that you can utilize uh, some things out of your own devotional reading. I did this for several years, whether it was Spurgeon's morning or evening, or William Jay's uh, morning evening exercises, or Octavius Winslow, some of these old writers uh, that I found extraordinarily helpful. And uh, to take a quotation, uh, whittle something down. Uh, and be able to post that. And again, you have the opportunity because I, I can't remember, you know, but in some of these platforms, you might have a few hundred people or a few thousand people. I don't have a few thousand people that come to my church, or I don't have a thousand people come to my church, but I do have a thousand people that may see something that I could post on a, a Facebook or, uh, you know, some opportunity like that. But Brian, I do really do want to piggyback on what you said earlier. What do you want to be known for? Uh, do you want to be known as the agitator? Do you want to be known as the guy who loves always just, you know, I'm the, I'm the gadfly, I'm the monkey, I'm the, I'm the wrench in the monkey, wor- or whatever, monkey wrench in the works, or, you know, whatever the case might be. Or do I want to, I want to be known as a guy who points people simply to Christ, who uh, recognizes that they're out there in the world, they're most likely having a, a rough time, that they're wrestling in certain aspects of their faith. And do they need to get caught up in a fight or do they need to remember why they're in the, the big yeah. fight yeah. and why they're in the race in the first place? Uh, so that's, really so that's to me, I think those are ways that you can use it. I, I have found some guys, I and mean, I've said some negative things about people, how people use social media. I've certainly have found some guys who, who use it very well and use it in a very edifying way. And I, uh, I appreciate that. So the very yeah. few accounts that I follow on my uh, practical shepherding account that I made to help with the podcast. Uh, if, if I shared what I follow on there, uh, it is it is mostly accounts that are uh, that would uh, lower my br- blood pressure rather than raise. It. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good idea. La- last uh, two ideas on how to use it positively for your ministry. I would say resources and events. Mm-hmm. So you can create a book stall at your church, which is a good thing to do. And people can come buy a book when they're at church on Sunday, or you can link the uh, a, a, you can recommend a resource and link the book to Amazon right. or whatever, and your church member can literally just sh- like most people shop for books now, and, it, and it's just an easier way to get re- resources mm. recommendations out there. Mm. So you know you're preaching a sermon series, and there's a book that would be a great idea to encourage people to read to help enhance maybe hearing the sermon series. Mm. Post that on social media and let them know why. Say, hey, I'm preaching through First Peter, and this is a book that 
that I found helpful and I think would be a, an accessible read for anybody who wants to read it during the week in preparation for the sermon series. Yeah, I, I resources is a great way to use social media. And this, the other is events. Like if you're doing church events in your community and you want to invite the whole community mm. uh, and you're not using social media to promote those events, you are undervaluing your ability to get the word yeah, out around no, that. You're so, right. yep. so I I've think resources that. and events, I think without exception, resources and events are a helpful, safe way to use social media in a way to let people know what, what's going on and, and the way to invite people into your church, invite people. And I see posts all the time on Saturday, hey, church starts at this time. We'd love to have you. I think that's a great idea. Mm. You know, and, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. And it it gets it gets the word out. I think that's one of the things that 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 COVID did when we had to all kind of turn to be online for a time and all those kinds of things. I think it started to cr- help people be creative and oh, you know, we actually can get the word out more than mm. we thought around this. So events, resources, pastors, that is a great way to use social media, I think, in any instance. So any final word, Jim, on this from you? Uh, let all things be done on edification. You know, if, as much as you can utilize these, these means, I think some have said, and again, my temptation has just been to withdraw at times rather than recognize that there are things that, that can be used here that very mm. positively. So you know, this is the day and age in which we live. We, we don't live in the, we're not in the 50s, we're not in the 60s anymore. Right. Uh, and rather than lament that, uh, seize it. Uh, God has given, there are more opportunities today to more easily share the truth and edify and encourage and help people than we have ever had in human history. Mm-hmm. There's also a greater danger than we've ever had in human history. There's more error. There's more vitriol out there. And so rather than, as they say, you know, curse the darkness, light a candle, be a good example uh, of how to use this well. That's excellent. Would you take a minute and pray for folks yeah. in that way? Father, you have called us to uh, live out our days uh, in in this social media age, which has seemingly uh, slain its tens of thousands, and, and yet, uh, Heavenly Father, we believe can yet be a, a means of help and edification, a means of promoting the truth and uh, promoting love among uh, others. Father, we pray you'd help us all to be wise uh, in regard to our own soul recognize uh, what is good and useful for us, Lord, uh, if we are uh, making provision for our flesh in a way, uh, Lord, help us to repent and turn from that and either walk away or utilize these means uh, for your glory and for the good of others. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.